up, sports fans? And welcome back to Low Expectations, the Gruder Golf Podcast, brought to you by the No Laying Up Podcast Network. Tonight you've got Haley. Hello. Kiki. Hey. And me, Jennifer. Um, and tonight we it's just the three of us, no guests, and we wanted to do a little year interview recap um, of just lots of different things, you know, the year in golf, arts, and culture, and our personal lives. Um, but before we get to that, a quick reminder, if Santa forgot a very key item on your list, may we suggest that you ask him or her or them for um, your deposit to our trip to the Dominican Republic. And <laughs> I recently realized, I've been saying Punta Cana, we're not going to Punta Cana. It's La Romana, which is not a part of Punta Cana. You will fly into the Punta Cana airport to get to Casa de Campo, um, but it's not It's not there. It's, it's adjacent, but it's nicer. So heard some amazing things about um, Teeth of the Dog, which I think sounds really fun. That's one of the courses there. It's supposed to be very difficult. Um, but there are plenty of other, there are lots of golf options, even that are not difficult. And then, you know, it's a golf trip, but I mean, we're not going to make you golf if you don't want to. If you wake up one morning and you say, not today, we'll understand that. Um, so we're going March 10th through the 13th. Um, it's going to be a blast. Just check out the website, grudergolf.com. We should maybe make a promotional pop-up for it. So people see it when they first come. Yeah. Do that. that sounds Easy. fun. Just uh, that's you guys just heard that live. Um, we didn't even <laughs> discuss that before. Um, but that's how the sausage gets made here, folks. Um, so anyway, let's let's turn things to 2021. A um a weird year, maybe fair to say. <laughs> I don't know. In a lot of ways, it felt to me like it was just 2020 part two. Um, you know, fits and starts of freedom and uh, and and non freedom, but um, I don't know, guys. As a just generally, what it what was your what were your thoughts on twenty twenty one? Just uh, if you could sum it up in one word, what would it be? Blurry. Yeah, roller coaster. Haley, <laughs> a lot of things are blurry for you right now. I honestly feel like twenty twenty one didn't happen yet. I uh, in prepping for this episode and, and looking at the prompts that Jen was uh, writing out for us, I was like, I don't, I don't remember anything from this past year. I can't really remember anything prior to the last seven days. So yeah. my my recap's going to be a little bit short sighted. You also don't remember your entire childhood. Like, is this a is this a trend? I, Do I don't think? know. I, I don't not. remember a lot of things from my childhood either. So I mean, we're so old now. Like, <laughs> That's true. What am I supposed to remember? I remember like parts of it. I have um, really weird specific memories from my you childhood. Do. You do. Well, I also feel like you started remembering things at age six months. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. I started remembering things early and talking early, honestly, too. So not to brag. <laughs> not to brag, but a bit of a, a bit Shocker. of a genius. A bit of a gifted child, if you will. Um, wow, we're already getting off topic. Oh boy. Well, I feel like that I feel like thinking about 2021 is so skewed right now because it's like everyone has COVID all over again. Yeah. And it's just like, you're like, oh my God, how do we get back to this? And you almost forget that there were parts of the year that like felt completely normal. I mean, I forget that we've lived a life in the last (sighs) few months. It's just like so depressing right now a little bit. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a bummer, especially just like, yeah, I was fully ready. I mean, I haven't had a party all year, right? And I was like, oh, I'm going to have a New Year's party. Like thought that was the most fun idea. I was going to borrow Nick's mom's smoke machine, put that in my basement, put music videos on downstairs and say it was going to be a true like bring whoever kind of vibe. Like, oh yeah, like open door. I was kind of like 
anticipating some like ghost of Christmas past showing up and be like, oh my God, hey, like this is your house. That was what I wanted. Like I wanted like a big like kind of like house party, maybe like have to text my neighbors and be like, you guys can come if you want, but only so that they don't get mad, you know, like sure. that move. Um, but this week we had to kind of peel it back because I've got a wedding to go to the first weekend of January and I don't want to, you know, bring the Omi there. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So oh, shit. I know, but I mean, we'll get back to parties eventually, but yeah, Kiki, to your point, it's really, it's a bummer. Well, it's a bummer, but I do feel not to get too, uh, far into the rabbit hole. I do feel like it should be the beginning of the end if for the most part, uh, people are not being hospitalized or dying yeah. with Omicron. And yes, it's very spreadable, but I noticed that everyone gets over it very quickly mm -hmm. Not everyone, of course, but, um, I don't know. Hopefully it's the beginning of being fully out of this for good, but yeah, the dream yeah, is alive. So. Hope springs eternal. <laughs> um, but to get into golf though, um, you know, we had a pretty big year on the Gruder golf front. I think that all of us played, you know, quite a bit of golf, I'd say. Um, and we want to talk a little bit about the personal improvements that we may or may not have made on our game. Um, so Kiki, I know that you made a little chipping breakthrough. If you'd like to tell us about that. Yeah, that was pretty much the one thing that <laughs> that was good. Um, well, I got a lesson and my instructor gave me a tip that I gave to Haley actually during one of our rounds, which was basically like you use the same club. If you know, depending on what your distance is, you basically just change the size of your swing. So if you're standing, you bring the club like knee height and forward hip height and forward and then shoulder height and forward. And that's well, the same like, height on the forward swing. Too, right. Is the point, right. Back and forward, pendulum. same distance. Yeah. yeah. Pendulum. Exactly. And that really just was the ticket for me with my tripping. <laughs> I had never thought about it that way. And it was, it's kind of like putting. It's like, yeah. you think about it the same way as putting and that really helped. So I'm praying that uh, with my new clubs, I'm able to maintain the same, uh, I don't Momentum. know, it's not looking very good, but. No, I, I mean, you did tell me that tip and I was using it for the back half of the year. And it's, I mean, for me, when it comes to chipping specifically, I feel like I really have to visualize what my arms are doing and what the ball, what I want the ball to do. And that little trick was really helpful just to kind of stay focused and not let my limbs go out of control or any of that. So I appreciate yeah. the tip too. Yeah. K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. Exactly. Doesn't hurt. <laughs> I've been um, saying, myself, saying that to myself so often lately. <laughs> By myself. It, it, <laughs> even when it doesn't apply. It's just kind of funny. I don't know. It makes me chuckle a little bit. I say it a good amount too. I feel like that, that's a Taylor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> rub off. Shout out to Taylor. Yeah. Um, I would say my breakthrough, I wouldn't say I had any breakthroughs actually, but um, the new driver certainly is really fun just to know that it's there. I actually only played with it once. Just um, knowing that it's there. Just knowing that it's there. <laughs> that is the breakthrough. Um, no, it is. I mean, I, I did play with it once in like night and day. Just wow. so much better. Yeah. So much oh, better. Like wow, middle of the amazing. fairway, healthy distance, all that is all good. Wow. Great. Um, the other breakthrough I had, I think part of this was moving to Dallas in July, which I don't recommend anyone doing. But I realized that nine holes is like such a fun, easy way to like quickly go out for golf as opposed to obviously the alternative 18 or I guess between nine and 18. But uh, I realized, again, moving and then having, you know, other things 
like on my to-do list. Nine holes is just like a really great way to play a little bit of golf and still have the rest of the day to yourself. Um, I don't know. I just found that was a breakthrough. I feel like for the most part in 2020, we were playing mostly 18 hole rounds. And uh, I would say for the second half of this year, we did a lot of nine holes and it was, it was a nice way to sprinkle in golf more often. Yeah. um, As opposed to going on longer droughts with no golf at all to save up for the 18. Um, So that was one of my personal breakthroughs, not really performance related, but just enjoyment related. I mean, hey, enjoyment, I think, impacts performance greatly. So, for yeah. sure. You know, if you're out there for a shorter span of time, much nicer. I'd say for myself, trying to just play, you know, smata, not hata, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, one of my biggest breakthroughs or just changes that I made was sometimes taking, or most of the time, taking my five wood off the tee because I hit that really well. Don't even tee it up, just hit it right off the deck and, you know, less room for error, less, you know, difference in in my swing and it's what i mean is supposed to be a fairway finder obviously sometimes it still misses that um sometimes still kind of whiff it or chunk it or do something funky but way less often than i did with my driver um but i think that that's going to feed into my my goals for 2021 which is to 2022 (laughs) which is to (laughs) rediscover or like figure out my driver figure out how to like have a good drive like i don't think i've ever really done that you know, it's not true. We've seen you hit good drives. Jen. No, I've hit good drives, but I don't have a good consistent drive swing. You know what I mean? Like, I think that like, it just is just different all the time. You know, mm-hmm. I get very different outcomes. So I think that taking what I learned with my five wood and like consistency and just like what that feels like making that something that I can do off the tee with a variety of clubs. That's, but I'm skipping ahead to the goals. So yeah, you're jumping ahead. Scratch that, edit that out. Just kidding, Cody. Don't edit that out. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Does anybody else have any other breakthroughs? Any any lessons? Any pieces of advice you picked up over the year? Um, I did get a couple lessons this year. Oh, well, I can reference our most recent conversation with Tori Totless, oh which is, and again, this is going to sort of be foreshadowing into my goals for 2022, but I, I won't go too deep into it. But uh, the importance of practice mm. apparently is really big. Um, and I feel like I took the lessons and, and learned good things, but I haven't practiced consistently since then. So I'd be terrified to go and, and play right now, for instance, um, knowing that I probably didn't retain much of what I learned in that lesson. But no. some of it's there. That's terrified. So true. Terrified she- to go play right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so true. I was thinking about that when she was saying that too. She's like, well, yeah, you could spend $150 on a lesson. And then if you just like, don't do it, it's not going to help you. And it's like, oh, right. I was like, shit, I wasted yeah. a couple of $150 yeah. <laughs> this yeah. year on that. But well, yeah, because yeah. it's muscle memory. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's like a huge thing. That's what I heard somebody, I forget who said it, but like part of the reason that a lot of the Korean players have such beautiful swings is because there are more like ranges than there are courses. So they're not like Hmm. always out in a course playing, but their swing is so perfected from that like repetitive motion that they do while they're practicing that they like grew up practicing a ton. And so that's something that I'll remember when I'm, (laughs) when I'm just going to the range, like once, (laughs) once in a while, once a little while, (laughs) once a quarter. Uh, that's a good fun fact, though. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is a little fun fact. You know, a lot of, yeah. a lot of fun facts this year. Um, <laughs> 
Okay, so next one is your most memorable. I keep <laughs> stretching out a lot. If you guys notice that I'm doing that, I don't know why. Um, my most memorable golf experience. This is general category. Um, mm-hmm. so it can be a good round for you as a person. Um, a good round for you as a golfer, or just in general. You know, when you look back in 2021, what's a round that was in some way meaningful to you? And Kiki, we'll start with you. I think you have a pretty good one, even though Haley yeah. took a breath. So I, was ready. I was ready to go. <laughs> Haley took a deep inhale and I was like, all right, Kiki, let's hear it. Okay, Haley, you go first. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say, I feel like I don't remember any round really in isolation. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I didn't ask you first. <laughs> well, you did. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But that, that goes with the theme of me just not really remembering much of this year. However, I do remember having a lot of really enjoyable rounds in general, um, I think, you know, we talked about this beforehand, our trip to Scottsdale, that was really the first time for us being back sort of in society since COVID and then since things have opened up and that was for our sort of pre-bachelorette trip with Collier. So that was just a good, that was a little good getaway. Um, I really enjoyed my time in Chicago in the summer and that's golf related and that's also golf party related when we were here with First Tee at New Club, that was really memorable and, and fun. Um, I'm sure there's others. I'll let Kiki go. I was, uh, <laughs> there's more when I had the inhale, there's more coming out. Sorry, I ruined it. No, there's still time. Um, so I was going to, yeah, I mean, I, there's a bunch, but I was going to say one specifically is we had like a family reunion weekend this summer, my grandparents 60th wedding anniversary. And so all of my cousins and aunts and uncles and everybody were like away for the weekend and we were staying at a golf resort. And so I just sent out an email to everybody. I was like, I'm going to organize nine hole scramble, like whoever wants to come. And then of course, on the side, I individually texted all of my girl cousins and I was like, I really want you to try to play whatever. And everybody played all the cousins, so most of them had, who had never played all my aunts and uncles who had never played actually, except my aunt Maureen, she was the um, cart girl. She just drove around with beer, but she's hey, still, still on involved. the course, still on the course. So, she's and involved. I was going to say, isn't aunt Maureen like one of our number one fans? Yes. Aunt yeah, Maureen's so- one of our number one fans. Yeah. Um, and everybody loved it. Everybody had so much fun and was talking about how it was the favorite part of the weekend. And it was just, you know, it was really made me so happy. Um, and it was fun to see all my cousins playing for the first time. We got a lot of pictures. It was great. Wow. So as a as a lesson to maybe people listening that want to encourage their family members or friends, what were some key um, notes that you had for encouraging people to play and like making sure they did it or like dispelling any myths or whatever. Like how did I mean, you prep everybody? That's a yeah, big I mean, feat. I could never do that. My family would say no to me. Well, I mean, it's basically just the Gruder Golf branding of everything that we do. I mean, we, we do have some experience doing it. Um, but, you know, it's basically just promoting that you get to drink beer in the morning, number one. Um, <laughs> number you one. know, you can wear whatever you want. You know, we played as a scramble, so you're going to be paired with somebody that is, you know, presumably knows what they're doing and you don't really have to use any of your shots. Um, you know, just very low pressure, you know, no really keeping score or anything like that. Um, you know, it was hard to say no. It's like just come ride around on the golf cart for an hour and a half and, you know, spend time with your grandparents. Like it was, you know, it was great. Really, really fun. That's lovely. <laughs> it really is. Um, 
I would say I so originally I was getting something different, but then Kiki reminded me um, of of my my winning round in Denver with Tron, mm. um, which honestly feels so long ago now. But um, yeah, that was I mean that was peaks and valleys, you know, because the beginning like so we were coming off of Margaret's and Mulligans on Saturday, which was like a giant giant event, like full course, one hundred and fifty people or something like all day in the sun crazy and then we got on a flight like early the next morning to get to denver and then you know so all, finding all sorts of jet lag and exhaustion and then had to be at the course at like 7 a.m or something like an ungodly oh. hour like a time that i would never normally like i don't i don't wake up that early which again is going However. to be um, a goal <laughs> for next year another Looking goal forward. that i have becoming a morning person, more positive in the morning, but I'm not naturally positive in the morning. So um, the beginning of the round, there were two rounds. It was the first one was best ball. And then the second one was alt shot during the best ball round. Like I truly, I like lost complete control of my body. Um, it was an out of body experience. Couldn't like make contact with the ball. Like was like, it was really, really, really bad. Like I cannot, I cannot convey enough, like strongly enough how badly I was playing. Like it was like, I wasn't even embarrassed. I wasn't even like nervous. I was just like dejected kind of like, I was like, I don't know what to do about this. Like I'm trying to loosen up. I think that I was just having like a, a silent panic attack that was like so very deep down that just, it wasn't making it, but turned it around and we ended up coming in second place total. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Any tips for the listeners as to how you turned yeah, it around? Like what happened? Honestly, what I started drinking. I started drinking. That was one part of it. No, seriously, I had like at the turn, like I think I got a transfusion or something. And I also didn't really eat that much because the breakfast was a breakfast burrito. And I was like, that's a bit much for my like tender morning stomach. Yeah, um, it's 6.30. I know. I, I didn't want to like, be like, I, I didn't want to like shit myself in the middle of the round. Like we were the only girls there, you know? Like, the only two girls yeah, playing. Like, I mean, um, that was a serious concern. Like especially a mystery breakfast burrito, like not for a place that you know, right? Like yeah. I don't know what's in there. I don't know like my stomach's all weird from travel and being hung over for a couple of days. Like, you know, it just wasn't about to like, you know, gamble that. Um, so basically had a banana and then just like started drinking at like maybe 10 AM. And, uh, yeah, that was part of it. And then the other part is like, I like, I was like, all right, there's still plenty of golf left to be played. And I, I would love to make it like more of like a, you know, a feat of mental fortitude, but I don't think it was that. I think it was just like straight up. I had to keep playing and I do get better as things go on. Like usually the back nine is big for me, you know, last few holes. I usually do. Okay. Um, I take a long time to warm up. <laughs> so I think that was it. But that was probably that was one of the more memorable times. And then the and then last I, round I do, of the year was uh, good. Well, I was just gonna say one other thing is I do feel like Tron was really pumping you up. And yes. then like as that was happening, you were really feeding off of like the pumping up energy. Yeah, like and I it was yeah. helping. Well, also it was just like it was just such a tragedy at the beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I'm not even like nervous right now or anything. I'm just like bummed out, you know? Like I just didn't I didn't have it at the beginning. It was cr it was crazy. It was like I think I hit like two balls in a row into the water at one point or something. It was like, and this was middle of the fairway. There was like a stream in the middle of the fairway. 
and I. That's ju- not your ju- fault. That's the stream's placement. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it was just it was not my best. But then, uh, thank God, I like you know found it because otherwise it would have been like, oh my god, they really are like this bad. But then I played pretty well. The all shot, I think, I think the pressure of the all shot was good for me too because it was like this isn't just about me anymore. You know, best ball is like, you know, the, if the other person is like, I'm not gonna end up being the better ball at any point when I'm playing with somebody sure. much better than me. Sure. So mm-hmm. I think being like, all right, well, he has to hit for my shot, so like, better give him a good look. You know, I think mm-hmm. that was that was big. But who knows? But yeah, it was it was probably my proudest, one of my prouder golf moments, maybe my life even. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think we're proud on your behalf. I think Thank you. So, I was so proud. I, I, was there. I was absolutely beaming with pride. Yeah, it was like here. depths of despair to like, you know, to just the heights of triumph. The highest peak. Yeah. That was exactly halfway through the year, too. Yeah. yeah. June. It didn't get much better than that. It was all downhill <laughs> from there. Yeah. Uh. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think for us collectively though, Scottsdale was also extremely fun because, um, we had it, that was like the, so we went to Scottsdale for colors bachelorette party in April, beginning of April. And that was like the first thing that we had done post pandemic that like, mm-hmm. didn't feel as pandemic y, um, because, you know, obviously just like a different, different climate, um, emotionally and weather wise, um, in that, like, not everyone was wearing masks all the time. And it was, like, you know, kind of felt a little bit normal, which was very fun. Yeah. Going, to the, also- going to bars that night was, like, one of the more fun bar nights I've ever had. Only because, like, it was, like, just regular. Well, it was also <laughs> more shocking than any it other was, bar. It was I've an absolute <laughs> shock to the system. Yeah. But, um, and, and think about that, though. That was a year. I mean, that was April 2021. Yeah. That was, whole like, year a year of not going out. Yeah. yeah. A whole year of not going out. I was going to say it also, I think for the most part was sort of our first girls only golf dedicated trip. Naturally it was a bachelorette party, but we did go a few days beforehand to golf specifically. So I feel like that mm-hmm. was my first time going on a golf trip with girls only, which is also very fun. Yeah. yeah. I think I'd like to do more of. Yeah. That's room. Yeah. Um, and then also we'll just give a shout out to our members trip to Atlantic city. Cause God, yeah. that was a lot yeah. of golf and that was a lot of fun this summer. And too. also girls only. Yeah. Girls only. Girls only. As is as is uh Dominican Republic for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> we have had some inquiries. And as things get closer, I mean, hey, if not enough girls sign up, then you know, we'll take some cart boys. Um, that was so much fun. I really loved Atlantic City. It was such a blast. I was just trying to get my cousins actually to go to the Encore Casino in um in Everett Mass recently because I really I'm like itching to play craps. So that may be is another um 2022 resolution, maybe. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um so pro turning our attentions to professional golf. I think that this year, honestly, and also professional golf. I was gonna say just pro <laughs> and then I decided to add the professional. So uh <laughs> so that's why I said it like that. Um but I think that for all of us, I want to give everybody a pat on the back for really committing to your LPGA fanship this year. I think that we are completely different fans than we were at this time last year. And I'm really proud. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that we're, dare I say, going to be experts <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Like, given the fact that not that many pe- not, not that many lay people know very much about the LPGA, I think that we are soon going to, you know, reach... The higher levels of knowing things as fans. I mean, I 
One thing that I think speaks volumes is I think we've all graduated from reading Beth Ann Nichols articles and then regurgitating that, which I, I don't think is a bad thing at all. I think that's a great way to actually- It's a great way to learn. Golf. Exactly. Um, but I do think that we've graduated to the point where we do have our own opinions, which I think is mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Um, but definitely that is my advice. If anyone's looking to get into it, just start reading everything Beth Ann writes. And yeah. Just follow her on Twitter, make a Twitter yeah. account and only follow Beth Ann Nichols. <laughs> <laughs> and you will literally know everything there is to know. No, seriously, like she leaves no stone unturned. I know. Um, she, actually, she, maybe she's one of my people of the year. Now that I think about it, <laughs> um, I hadn't even thought of that. But wow. I might be nominating her in the next category. But um, I think for for now, who would you each say is your um, your player of the year? If it were up to you to name player of the year, who would it be? Well, I'm gonna say Danielle Kang. Um, which I, she was my favorite player last year too, but I, I do feel like it was just so different after we got to watch them all in person. Mm -hmm. And just like, I loved watching her. Like, I thought that she was just the coolest player out there. I don't know <laughs> why. I don't know something about her. I just really loved it. And so I'm going to stick with her and maybe she'll just always be my favorite player yeah. of the year. I don't know. Follow your gut. I hate saying this only because I, I hate sort of, uh, again, regurgitating whatever the media puts in front of you. But I really do think it was a lot of fun to watch Nelly come into yeah. the room this year just because, you know, since we have started watching the LPJ more closely, I feel like she's always touted as one of the top players. But in 2020, we didn't see her win, right? I don't think she won it. No, no, yeah. And it was obviously a weird season anyway. But just the year that she had this year was just like, it was really cool just to actually see all yeah. that come to fruition. Um, and obviously, she's just at the very beginning. So it's also fun to kind of be there for the very beginning of what this journey will be. So um, I, I really enjoyed watching her. However, that said, at Solheim, did not enjoy watching her. Yeah. Um, I don't think she enjoyed. I, yeah, well, she either. she had a bad round, though. So yeah. the, the, the round that we watched her. So yeah. that was unfortunate. But I know. We, we kind of just caught her at the at Well, yeah. Yeah, and I think by the Solheim, she was like skidding into the Solheim. Oh like, my god! She, I mean, all of them were. Been, really. She had been in like three countries in as many weeks or something. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like, I mean, think well, about how exhausted we were. You know, like think about exhausted weekend. I was exhausted yesterday. I slept for thirteen hours last night, <laughs> and I can't tell you why. You know, like I, there's no reason. I just did. Uh, um, I know we're all do we're doing all domestic travel and we're exhausted. She was on three different continents in three weeks. Yeah, and playing yeah. like and playing yeah. like four rounds of golf and winning. And yeah, yeah, so I mean, and winning the Olympics, you know. So I think that that was probably just like I mean, exhaustion is real. Um, but yeah, I think that if I were to say like player of the year, just in general, I'd probably say Nelly as well. Um, my my personal player of the year, we all know it's going to be Leona McGuire. Oh, um, yeah. I knew you were going to say Just that. making history for Ireland, you know, um, I think a very fun, a fun personal watch. And also, I've talked about this before, but just, like, I think, that, like, she doesn't have the same style of play as, like, either the Korean players or, like, the Korda sisters. You know what I mean? It's, like, mm -hmm. not, like, that kind of – you don't look at her swing and you're, like, oh, my God, like, I want to look like that. You're just, like, damn, I want my ball to go where that ball went, you know? Like, yeah. Which is just, like, I think a more athletic way of playing, which I'm very fascinated by. And um, loyal listeners, you're getting rewarded right now because we have her on the hook. Like, we DM'd her, and I think she's going to come on the podcast. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, like, very exciting. I'm really, really, really excited to talk to her. <laughs> I really am. I have to work on like not weirding her out though. We'll, we'll do some dry runs ahead of time. Yeah, we need to like <laughs> practice. 
I need to like work on my faces and everything, but that will be, that'll be really cool. I think, I mean, we keep kind of jumping the shark on, on goals and everything for next year, but I think that, you know, getting more, more of the LPGA talent that we're like obsessed with watching on to low expectations is definitely, definitely up there, you know? Yeah. Um, Cause I think they're pretty fascinating people. Um, so yeah, those are the the players of the year, according to us. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, to take a turn into life, you know what I mean? Like, obviously we have lives beyond golf. It might shock you to hear, <laughs> <laughs> might shock you to hear that we're not just golfers, not just amateur golfers. Um, <laughs> but so we've said golfer of the year, but who would you say was your person of the year time magazine style? So like, does need to be like the most important person or like did the most, but like who to you was the person of the year? Haley. I have one that just came to me. That's why I'm raising my hand. Perfect. Go ahead. I'm going to say Britney Spears. Oh, my she goodness. her life back that, in 2021. That's a great one. Thank you. The wow. pink sweater that Kiki's wearing inspired me, honestly. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, have, I have chills <laughs> I'm right so glad. now. I think that she's a great kind of, um, you know, like metaphor, too, for like coming out of the pandemic and like regaining your freedom and just like you know, the butterfly motif that was on her first album, I think is very prescient for right now because she is once again freeing herself of a cocoon, not of her own making. So I don't know what you call yeah. a cocoon that is unnatural. Um, a, cage. God. <laughs> yeah. a cage. A cage. A cage. <laughs> perhaps a, <laughs> yep, that, that prison perhaps. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, hugely vindicated seeing her i just hope that now though like i do worry for her um like um psychological and emotional health because like you know we've all seen the instagrams like she's not well per se but it's tough to say like i mean i'm sure a lot of that was like have you guys heard like the crazy things they were doing to keep her like completely isolated like Lance Bass was talking about how he like ran into her one time and she had like a manager with her at all times or like not even a manager, like a handler that was hired by her dad um, to just like keep an eye on her. Like she didn't have her own cell phone. So like she would, they would give like a certain number to people or something and it would be her handler's phone. So she would run into people and be like, oh yeah, like talk to so-and-so. And then like they would never call her and she would think they just never called her. Like yeah. imagine that happening to you for like what fifteen years or something. I mean, the psychological toll is obviously very heavy. Not something that you can fix overnight. I do. I hear what you're saying, Jen, because I worry sort of what other people will try to take advantage of mm-hmm. now with this newfound freedom. Yeah. And you know, obviously, the situation she was in was horrible and not ethically right or legally right even <laughs> but there's probably there probably was some truth to like wanting to protect her to some extent of course it was her own family exploiting her yeah and it was um, like her like her you know role as the breadwinner that was being protected rather than like her as a person you know exactly yeah. she was still performing she was doing a residency in vegas yeah while she was severely mentally ill oh yeah, yeah. Well, she i'm was also like- what's her what's the deal like with sam her well that's fiance, that's kind of why it's a little like, sketchy he was like kind of in on it right like wasn't he hired or something or like i don't, I don't know, know. He's I... hired but it's it's a Wait, little i don't weird. know this what do you mean so this is her like fiance slash like in-house lover that she like he was around for the conservatorship and everything oh, and so like uh, yeah. presumably like he had some i don't know like i i don't know how you could possibly like, be dating somebody in that without that being like explicitly allowed by well it's also confusing because he you know in the months leading up to her 
getting out of her conservatorship, I feel like he left breadcrumbs on the internet of like commenting on different posts or like oh, really? different things. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of speculation for a long time that Brittany didn't have control over her own social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, he would still like things or comment on things as if it was her. So there's a lot of conflicting messages and a lot of them coming from him specifically wow. that are still unanswered. And so, yeah, he's exactly who I was saying when I'm like, I hope people don't take advantage of her because, you know, I think he's wanting his slice of fame and he wants to be an actor slash model. Does he? Yeah. No, he has. I thought he was just a trainer, but I guess all trainers have those goals. Yeah. All trainers want to be actors. All trainers so are a- trying to train for something else. He's had super minor roles in movies as of late, even. Yeah. I did he- not know that, yeah. Haley. Yeah. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. I have to. Like, what? As, as an extra? Uh, <laughs> yes. There's one. Oh, what is he in? What's his name? Sam Samgari or something? Sam Sagari or something like that. Cigaru. I don't know. Search That's Britney just... Spears, Sam. That's what I would say. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, we can keep talking about our people of the year. I can come back to this, but long story yeah. short, I think he's hungry for fame, and I I fear that his mm. intentions may not be pure. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll direct anybody who's really super interested in the whole Britney thing. There was an article, a Rolling Stone article back in, God, it must have been like 2008 that I think was one of the best profiles in her that's ever been done. Um, we'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> I I literally, I reread it every so often. Like I used to buy Rolling Stone like on a regular basis. Like I loved the magazine itself. Um, and this was one of the best articles I think they ever had. So yeah, we will link it because you know what? Why not? Um my person of the year, I was going to actually call 2021 the year of the Megans um, because some very important Megans um, existed to me personally. Um, obviously, the first of which is Megan the Stallion. Um, I think that she got me through the pandemic in a big way, which I didn't really realize until uh, her coming out party, basically at the Grammys, where she won Best New Artist and I think Song of the Year. And I was like bawling my eyes out. I think I was packing for a trip, maybe. And when she won, I like cried for two hours straight. Wow. <laughs> when were the wow. Grammys? Wow. Just, just when, laughs. When were the Grammys? Like March or something? No clue. Uh, no clue. I forget That's when something. they were, but honestly, like, I don't know. She was also like to oh, the next the next category is our Spotify rap. She was by March far. March 14th. March 14th. So oh yeah, okay. So I was packing for Veil vale at that point. Yeah. Um, where I would fatefully get COVID listeners. Um, but I was packing for veil and just bawling my eyes out and like, I couldn't stop crying. And I think it was just because, you know, in a, especially throughout 2020, Megan, the stallion for me was such an escape, you know? And it was like party music. It was fun. Even though I had no parties to go to and like really not a lot of fun to be had. Like it just made me, it brought me into a different headspace and I really appreciated it. Um, also, I just think that I think that her whole thing, like, I think, you know, I uh, like she gets reduced a lot to being like kind of silly. She is, first of all, so smart. She is like a super smart, super savvy celebrity. And um, she actually shout out to her. She just graduated from college, got her diploma. So congratulations. Yeah. Um, You know, she's six feet tall, which, you know, fellow tall girl. Yeah. Like she's like, you know, not kind of a, a cookie cutter model of who a pop star is. And I think that she's brought kind of the um, 
the sexual empowerment and everything that was always, you know, touted by uh, female rappers. I think she brought it to a new level. Like something about her is just a little bit more like has like a, a what would be traditionally thought of as a masculine energy. And I appreciate that from her because I think that that's what a lot of the young girls need. Including masculine me. energy. <laughs> including me. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I don't know where that came from. I just really appreciate her. The other Megan is Megan Stalter, uh, my favorite comedian who also had a breakout role on Hacks this year. If you haven't, follow her on Instagram and TikTok and everything. She's Twitter. so fucking funny. Like it, it's mind-boggling. It's my favorite brand of comedy that I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, her I little, her. her little sh- short videos that I'm sure are on TikTok, but I, I see them on Instagram of just like her playing a role of some sort that are just like so clumsy, but like intentional. And I don't know, they're just hysterical. She's I, I really so 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 good, so yeah. good. Her like she does like a, a ton of bits where she like. The, my favorite one was when she she like pretended to be the woman who booked the four seasons like uh uh, uh well, like landscaping, landscaping company yeah. as yeah. opposed to the four seasons hotel she did that like right around when that happened for um former uh, president trump <laughs> yeah, um, that and that was one of the funniest things i've ever seen like and then she also pretended to be like the woman who put the shrimp tail in the um cereal <laughs> and that like those two like i i actually made to go back and watch those later because i thought they were so funny but yeah she's really you know another another person really breaking the mold i would say yeah and then i mean other megan's in the media this year megan markle obviously bucking the fucking uh royalty that's big that is nice big. rhyming. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Kiki, who's your person of the year? Jen named five people. No, no. three Megans. Oh, true. Three okay. Megans. Um, you were no, going to keep really? going. You had more on your list. Well, I had Megan McCain, but I don't know what she does, but I know that like she does things and I, I, don't, I don't agree with them, but um, they're, you know, she does them. So, okay. Kiki. <laughs> I, I don't really have a good answer, honestly. Like again, I feel like maybe it's the the recency effect of of the COVID situation, particularly around New York City. It's like quite bad all over again. There's like no tests anywhere. Like you know, it's kind of kind of dreary. So I would probably say I don't know their names, but you know, some of the scientists who invented the vaccine. Wow, yeah. Um, somebody probably like pretty that. Important. Probably pretty important. Um, although were any of them named Megan? Maybe, maybe <laughs> we should look that up. Um, but I would say something like that, or somebody who was, you know, integral in the in the COVID uh, relief efforts over the last year. I mean, not for nothing, but think about us this time last year. I mean, it is really crazy to think that the vaccines have been rolled out the way they have in the past twelve months. So that's right. yeah, that's huge. Yeah. So it's not not nearly as um exciting but it is kind of though it is yeah, totally yeah. that's you know i mean it's probably more exciting really but you know for <laughs> our for our goldfish brains you know like you don't think about that as much i'm well, like definitely I mean, Megan the stallion for well, i mean circles jen i mean jen and i were both in megan the stallion's top 0.5 percent of listeners this year so, so I, I don't know where I know that's our next category. I don't know where to find that on my Spotify. It's uh, on. If you go to your home screen, you scroll down. It should be in your like 2021 wrapped. 
Yeah, it's like a whole. Or you you your, can Google it, and then it will just have you sign in, and we'll show you exactly what it yeah. was. I see what you mean, though, because unless oh no, right at the top, your twenty twenty songs. I also took screenshots when it came out because I I, I didn't yeah, know if gone. I would be able to find it again. No, mine's still on there. The playlist is at least. Because my number yeah. one, obviously, you know, we got Megan the Stallion, we got City Girls, we have Jen, was Circles, your number one song. Yes, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Which, like, I'm surprised, honestly, that like it, it still is surprising. Um, because I would have thought that, uh, oh, what was? Why am I like blanking? Oh, Sugar Baby. I think Sugar Baby has been recently one of my favorites, but I think that at the beginning of the year I was listening to Circles nonstop. Also, yeah. Twerculator by the City Girls before it became a big song on TikTok. That's one of my biggest gripes. Um, we have a whole section about your biggest gripes of the year. One of my biggest gripes is the way that TikTok like cycles through one part of a song and like it makes and it really like, annoying. A to it. it makes it really annoying. Like you, because you have to hear it a snippet too often you know like once something becomes like even um like the bus it challenge and everything that song is a good song yeah. like bus it is, is a, a good song, song. It and, is. Like, but it but it it reduces it to being like a meme almost and that is such a bummer to me you know because it's yeah. all these a lot of megan songs have gone that way too like savage the savage dance oh, one, yeah. most think about for that because that's like the first one but that yeah, song is a good song you know like yeah. So it just it's a bummer how like you cycle through songs with that. Um but yeah. So that's one gripe. But so are, you blending, your... are you blending gripes and 2021 wrapped? I know yeah, if you, <laughs> um, if you want to. If you want to, if you have gripes about Spotify. I mean it's it's your podcast, so yeah, you can do that if you want. True. So my gripe is that it's hard to navigate the Spotify app and find out what your 2021 <laughs> most played song is. Um, I, I'm on my 2021 top songs. Yeah, number playlist. one was Holy by Justin Bieber. Oh, that was a good one. Um, the was next it four last songs, year? It's for this year. Okay, okay, sorry. I can listen I've... to a song in 2021. <laughs> I think I think it was mine last year. I think it was one of mine last year. Oh, it's year. mine this year. Um <laughs> I'm behind the times. Next year, mine will be Circles by Megan Stallion. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of Bieber. The way that I listen to music, you guys might not know this about me. I listen to like one artist at a time and I listen to their entire discography and then I change to a new artist. I like that though. So like I had, I have a lot of Justin Bieber on here from when I was listening to his latest album. And then I have a lot of Billie Eilish on here. I have Oh a lot my of, God. I'm, um, I love her. Yeah. yeah, and like good. more appreciation for it by just like force myself to listen to every single song she's ever made over yeah, and over yeah. again. Yeah, so. I was actually just listening to Phineas's Phineas's um, album recently, and by recently I mean today and yesterday. That's recently because I think he's a fascinating <laughs> character in the Billy, you know, and like also I didn't I, realize I he has like, his own music. Yes, yeah, so he does. He's a he's weird. He's weird to me. That's why I, I mean, kind they're of all like weird. super curious about like him though. Like I don't know. Did you watch um, World's a Little Blurry? No. Oh, it's so, oh my God. It's so good. I, I should though, because that's how Apple. I described my 2021. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I thought actually. So it's funny that you mentioned Billie Eilish because yeah, world's a little blurry right now. Really. I, I mean, I love rock docs. I love any like music yeah. based um, documentary type of thing. And that one was really good because also she was so young. She was like 17 when they were filming it. It was all about like yeah. her first album coming out and like, just so interesting and they're like weird her family is so weird yeah she is so weird brother is so weird like they're just weird 
That was like the, the documentary. Like it was like them at home. Yeah, yeah, them at home. Yeah. And then her being like, "I want to write songs." Like, <laughs> like it's like okay, then don't like. <laughs> yeah. No, I did watch very, that. Was, very was funny. Strange. Yeah. I'm surprised that um, Donda wasn't more highly ranked. I do have one Donda song in my top five, but other than that, like, I would. Have I have thought, a lot of Kanye I, West. That's not Donda. I have a lot of Kanye West too. Um, oh, actually, Kanye West is my number two artist, so I guess that does work. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, Megan, Kanye, Jay Electronica. That was another album that I really wish won the Grammy for um, best rap album because I thought it was so good, but yeah, didn't. Then City Girls, and then number five, Bruce Springsteen. Um, so just to just be well rounded, I feel like he'll always be in your top five. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like in in all my like you know playlists that I come back to. <laughs> Long pause, sorry. <laughs> yes, long dramatic pause. Dead air, as they call it in the radio biz. Just to make sure we're listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, Kiki, what was your Spotify wrapped other than Megan? Um, it was a lot. Well, I don't, similar to Haley, I don't have the, I didn't take screenshots of the like top thing. It doesn't tell but... us the top artists. It just tells us like the playlist for the Yeah, exactly. But did you, is... when, when it comes, it comes out at the beginning of December and it like emails you, it says your Spotify wrapped is here. I mean, oh, I'm not, no. I'm not, I'm not saying go back and do it right now. I'm just saying that's yeah. what happens. And then they give you this whole like, little video thing that you watch and it's like your year. Yeah, no, I watched the video on the app, but then I, it doesn't get saved, I guess. I oh, know. okay. Yeah. Um, But it, Would... it is also a lot of Kanye West, DJ Khaled, uh, Big Crit. <laughs> Big Crit, that um, was inspired by Megan. Yeah, another no. Megan. Another Megan. Oh my God. <laughs> Megan Lamont. The year of, of the Megans. Um, yeah, yeah just, a, just a lot of rap generally, which is pretty par for the course. Um, no pun intended. Oh, I have a lot of Miley Cyrus on here too. I went through a big Miley Cyrus phase this year with her new that. album. Well, she's like a rock star now. She is, yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, well, and I, I have a lot of Lizzo on here too. Oh, classic. Which I mean, so there is some overlap between us. Probably always my person <laughs> of the year. My person of the year every year. She's faced a lot of adversity this year online. So shout out uh, to she? her. Yeah, she gets a lot of hate in the comments and everything. I think that's what a lot of rumors was addressing. Her most recent single with Cardi B. Um. You know, it was addressing like how she gets really down when she reads all the comments and everything um and like all the rumors people start about her like she's fucking drake which like not yet classic that song is so good i love it so much um also really love her can't wait to see her live again another place i cried actually the first time i saw her live bawled my eyes out (laughs) my mom had made me take like three tequila shots because like she got a round of tequila shots for everybody and like no one took them so i was like i'll do it (laughs) classic um (laughs) Anyway, oh, we're already 45 minutes in, you guys. We haven't gotten to 2022. Uh, okay, so which would you like to answer? Would you like to answer biggest gripe of the year or beverage or food of the year or favorite place visited? Um, I'll do favorite place visited. Yeah, we can all take one. Okay. What was your favorite place you visited? I most recently went to St. Lucia. Oh, that was nice. To this place called Sugar Beach. And it was amazing. It was so cool. It was in between these two giant mountains. So it was like the jungle, like right on this like Caribbean beach. It was incredible. So, so, so beautiful. Nothing to do with golf, but it was my favorite place by far that I visited. Was there a golf course down there though? No. Mm. No, Mm, no, not Mm. for me. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, sucks then. Mm, too bad. Uh, I can take, well, Jen, I know you have a, a new beverage of the year because you finally come around on the tequila train, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm my, I'd say my beverage of this year was the tequila soda, like splash yeah. of lime, you know, if they've got it. Otherwise, just tequila soda. Um, you know, I cycle through beverages, you know, because I get sick of things and I, I always like to try something so new. So, yeah. um, you know, it was, it's the same as a vodka soda. It's just tequila instead of vodka. So, you know, oh, is that how that works? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's just as clear, you know, it's the same accoutrement. You can, you know, you can splash some whatever in there, splash a little pineapple if you're crazy, a little lime, lemon, oh. whatever, whatever. Um, so yeah, that was, that was big for me this year. Yeah. Uh, going off of that. Similar, same drink, but it, it's ranch water, which I learned about since moving to Dallas. And it's that exact thing. I think actually ranch water by definition has more lime juice in it than just a regular tequila soda. Mm-hmm. So it's like really citrusy, which I like. Um, but, you know, not that exciting. It's, you know, same shit. I mean, it's Food pretty exciting. It's exciting for us. Food of the year for me, I would say I've had more Tex-Mex in the last six months than ever before. And I've always known I love Mexican and I'm just now really able to eat it as many times as I want, um, wherever I want. So that's been fun for me. Um, So I'm I'm nominating all of Tex-Mex cuisine as my food of the year. That is nice. Yeah. I don't even know. Food-wise, I forget. Soup. I mean, you know I'm a soup girl. (laughs) I'll always ride or die for soup. You know? The liquids yeah. as much as possible. I do need to touch on my gripe, though. Oh, I was gonna say I don't have one. So, <laughs> well, I, you. I, I think that. you shared this gripe too. Uh-huh. My gripe of 2021 was all too well. Oh, Taylor's God. version, 10 minute version. I guys, Jake Gyllenhaal and Taylor Swift dated for two months. Two yeah, it's months. Creepy. Okay, it's weird. Like, it's imagine. Put yourself in that position. Like, and all these, like, people on TikTok and everywhere are like, ugh, Jake. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, also, that music video, she, I thought that she was in the wrong. I did. I'm not, I'm not on what, her side. What music video? Oh, my God. Wait, did you watch the music video for All Too Well, 10-minute version, oh. 10-minute version? I started did it. I watch it. Okay, first of all, it was, bad. It, was it was bad. bad. it was really weird. It was, it was bad. Why. It was, so it was terrible. and weird. It was terrible. It was bad. What, what do you mean? Listen, listen. Yeah, what do you mean? She's. Is, listen, listen, yeah, you mean she's... No, yeah, I mean the song, not the 10 minute version. Not the 10 minute. It doesn't need to be 10 minutes. It doesn't need to be. Nothing yeah. needs to be 10 minutes long. Nothing needs to be 10 minutes. This podcast is hours long. It could be 10 minutes or less. More than 10 minutes, sign <laughs> me not up. Yeah. Um, what were you asking, Mo? <laughs> Why was she wrong? Yeah. Okay. The whole thing is like, it's just, okay. It's just so annoying because I do think that she's just overly sensitive, right? He was like 30 or something and she was like 21. And like her whole thing was like, oh, maybe like, I don't even know. Like I was just too into it and like you were so like into it and then so cold and it's like yeah because you dated for 10 months and you decided you didn't fucking like you anymore wait 10 like, or 2 10, no, 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 two, not oh, 10. Two, okay 2 sorry 10 minutes 2 also, months quickly two. I really love the way that you try to half sing that <laughs> <laughs> guys because you couldn't escape it like I'm an internet person you know and like for a while you couldn't escape any of this like 
Well, this all the dialogue. Of the red scarf was just like, who cares? Yeah. Like, like that was funny until it wasn't. Now everyone's just like, it's just, it was just too much. And like, it also just seemed, it reminded me a little bit of like the girl who posts their wedding pictures like five times a year. It's like, listen, you already got your time in the sun. The album was spectacular when it came out, right? Do we need to just like make a whole big thing of it again? You know, it's well, like it's like someone treating a renewal of the vows like it's their wedding again. And it's like, it I already deal. came. I already gave you a gift. I already like, you know, was like, oh, so exciting. And now we have to do it all again just because Scooter Braun. I was going to say there was like a backstory to it, which was her re-recording everything. I don't know the details. Which I like that. I like yeah. that he was like, because the masters. So Scooter bought the masters. Yeah. And apparently she says, I don't believe her either because she I don't says believe that. The thing she says. I mean, we all saw, you know, the the Kanye tape and everything. I'm not taking sides in that, but I am saying that I don't always trust her. I don't always trust the girl. And you know what? That's fine. But um, she – so she was re-recording because she didn't own the Masters because the Masters got sold from, like, I think she was with Interscope before, and then Scooter bought them, and then Scooter wanted to keep them because they're very valuable. Dumbass. No one's fault that you signed a bad contract. Right. When you were 15. No one's personally <laughs> victimizing you. He's just trying to make money. And also just like, you're not, I, I just don't feel bad for her ever. She's not a victim in anything ever. But she She's always one of is. the most famous, most rich people in the entire world. You know, yeah. like, just like, give it a rest. You know, Gyllenhaal yeah, like and... is nothing. Like, can you just like, not? Yeah. Also, I mean, from Miss Americana, I watched that. I didn't love, didn't love her in it. I was like, what's that? Something about her. Oh my God. Did you watch? <laughs> I consume way too much media. Um, <laughs> Miss Americana was in 2020, the beginning of it. Um, her Netflix documentary that was about like her oh, new album coming that, out yeah. and everything. And like, I mean, I've always thought this about her, which is like, we probably want to be friends. You know, like I don't have anything against her. I think she's like a very talented songwriter. Um, you know, respect for a lot of the things she does. But like, I think as a person, I don't, I'm not personally drawn to her. Like I don't, I don't picture us hanging out. Like I don't picture me going to like her cat sleepovers. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, she like has like gr- adult sleepovers <gasps> with like Selena Gomez and Ew. like Lena Dunham, and she has and all these cats. Well, she has Scottish fold cats, which actually I think is one of the best versions of cats because they're like they look like cartoon characters. They look like the one from Shrek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the big eyes yeah, yeah yeah they're they're cute but like they're so cute her being like oh my god me and my cats like i don't know just something about her just like doesn't we don't vibe she's squirrely she's squirrely and also just like you're way more famous than jake gyllenhaal at this point do you need yeah. to you know do a 10 minute version about like you know throwing keys in the dirt and stuff i don't know it seems it's just, it's all just like too self-indulgent for me mm-hmm. As a self-indulgent right. person. <laughs> anyway. At nearly 55 minutes. I think we've spent too much time. You're probably getting 2022. Like hey, uh, <laughs> shout out to the listeners who are still listening. Seriously. I mean, listen, I think we've covered a lot of important ground. Yeah. Britney Spears. Personally. Swift. Hey, that was 2021. You know, like it was. that was the year. Sure was. Um, okay. So the goals for next year, I think we've we've left little little breadcrumbs throughout the episode about kind of what of our what our goals are. Um, yep. But we're gonna do so for Gruder Golf um, as a team. I think we do this college admission style. So we do a safety goal, which is one that we could probably do. A target, which is like no safety is definitely like too mm-hmm. easy almost. Target is like that works, and then a reach, which I can't really think of a reach at this point, but. 
What if we each take what's, what's one and do rapid fire? Okay. Like this is or group answers. I, I think, have a good. I, I have a target. I have a target. Yeah, I think that we should okay. just like kind of. Let's safety. do safeties all together. Safety would just be for me and maybe for you. Would just be more Grudigoff events, more regularly in the same cities that we hit in 2021, and also some new cities in mm-hmm. 2022. I think that's mm-hmm. definitely in the cards. Yes. Yeah, I can agree with that. Thank you. I I wanted to say something about like increase our membership numbers, like how many members we have. I wanted to give it like a specific percentage goal to help us like look back on it and see if we achieved it because that is how you're supposed to set goals. But publicly though, I don't think that not publicly. (laughs) No, not publicly. No, not publicly, but like, I don't know, you know, but like, and so then all all the work that comes along with that, like, how do we make the membership bigger and better? Yeah, I would, yeah, I would say making the, growing the membership in a way that's sustainable. That's the way that I would phrase it. Um, You know, making sure that we're delivering value at the same, if not greater level um, Mm -hmm. as we currently are for members. I think a, a target, another target goal is I want to get a tent at the Dinosaur slash um, Chevron slash Chevron slash what's the airline again? Um, it's a major. United American. No, no, no. It's none of those. It's, it's the airline that Frontier. currently does. No, the airline that currently sponsors the Dinosaur, the ANA. Oh, the, the ANA. ANA. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? I just, I, it's more for me. I didn't know. <laughs> no. Yeah. The ANA. Um, I think that, so as the, as longtime listeners know, um, this is the last year that it's going to be in um, Palm Springs. And so we want to go to that tournament. We want to get as many people there as possible and do a little fun activation with the group golf therapy guys to get people there. Because I think that not only do we want to go to more LPGA events, but we want to encourage people to go to more LPGA events. They're sickeningly cheap to go to. The mm-hmm. tickets for the U.S. Open right now are like $15 or something. Or you can get a day pass. It's it's just wild. It should be more expensive, and I think it's that offensive. we should get more people to sell it out so that they have to raise the prices. Um, and so that's actually a goal I think for for all the listeners is to attend an LP if there's one near you, or make a little trip of it maybe, you know. Uh, but I yeah. I would love to get a tent there, our dream tent with like soft serve ice cream and like a bar, and you know maybe like darts or something like make it kind of a cool experience. Yeah. Would love so, sky's the limit. Yeah. What about get reach? more non-golfers into golf? Um, see, I was thinking of reaches. I can't think of like really a reach. I think maybe it would be something in the media sphere. Like I would love for us to get a TV show. Yeah. Or just on be Bravo. On, TV. on Bravo. I think we should I I want us to be on Bravo. I've been watching rewatching all the Vanderpump rules, like the old ones. They're so good. And I want to be on Bravo. I I don't this might not be a reach. I think this should be um what's the next category? Uh, target. Target is to get some get some sponsors for this pod. Get some yeah. get some yeah. money going in. I mean that's such a target, yeah. And once they see the lineup for our January guests, I think they're gonna be in. You'd be crazy not to be. Bit. 
Exactly. Um, okay, personal golf goals. So how do you want to get better as a golfer in 2022? I know I say Practice. lessons all the time, but I'm I'm seriously, okay, on January 1st, or maybe not, maybe the 3rd, because that's Monday, I'm going to text Lee Kang, and I'm going to get a lesson a month and get on a sustainable track Yeah, for getting better. I know Kirsten just said it. But I'm going to say it also, just practicing. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. want to intentionally work to get better as opposed to just playing more and assuming that getting better will come. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would just say intentional practice. Yeah, which has been the goal in years past, but we just have to actually do it this time well, around. I, I don't think well, I realized like, how important it actually was. Yeah, yeah, like we're we're grown ups now. You know, like there's no more messing around. Like once you're thirty, I think that it's like time for the rubber and meet the road. You know, like I was just gonna say, shit or get off the pot. Yeah, um, which is, <laughs> I, I mean, it's true. true. It's just like I don't want to continue wasting as much money as I'm wasting on golf. Well, yeah. And I mean, at the beginning too, I was like, oh, like I have like 50 years to get better at this. Well, you know what? Now I have 45 years. (laughs) Now I have 44 years, you know, like the years, the, those years are going to keep going down. Yeah. So how time works. Yeah, exactly. That's how time works. It's going to keep going. Keeps on slipping into the future. Uh-huh. It is. It just keeps going faster and faster now, too. It's really well, no, kind of I like think, wild. I think that the way that we well. like perceive time because of COVID is just completely different because things were like time was like dripping by for such a long time that now like every week, like I the fall, the whole second half of 2021 just like was just slid by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like really every, like, weird. I can't believe the December's over already, you know, mm-hmm. like at the end of every month, I'm like, wait, it's another month already. Like I haven't mm-hmm. even like, I'm still writing the wrong date. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole 2022 thing is going to take me forever to write I'm the right writing date. 2019 to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. So there's another goal. Um, <laughs> take time more seriously. Um, that's a goal. That's a good okay. goal. Okay. So, you know, we'll wrap up with personal goals and then we'll give our big announcement. Okay. Um, so, Haley, do you have any personal goals for 2022 that are outside of golf? Oh, God. I didn't know this was on the list. Um, <laughs> uh, I kind okay, of. Okay, Kiki. Yeah, I, mine I is kind of like a, a multiple part, but it's more about like, well, I need to start exercising a little bit more, but this is kind of part of it, which would be to be doing morning stretches every day Ooh, that's a good when one. I wake up. Yeah. I did it for like periods here and there in the past. I'm so far away from that right now. And I really would like to get back to it. And then having like more of like a morning routine, like doing my hot water lemon, which I haven't done at all, but like stretching plus that, you know, a little morning ritual every day yeah. I think would, would do wonders for me. Yeah. Stretching is really quite lovely and I, I go through bouts of not stretching and then I yeah. start stretching again I'm just like even if I'm oh, not working yeah. out it just feels so much better your mm-hmm. body feels so much better um so I'm gonna steal that one also I, I also <laughs> want to do that um your routine reminded me of one goal I have which is more day job related which I know we don't like to talk about here um but, but I would exist, say though, so. they do exist unfortunately I think one of my goals is just to have a little bit more of a boundary between work and non-work because I think all of us in the time of the pandemic 
have faced this blessing and a curse of being able to work from home. Not all of us, but most of us. Um, and I think it's really hard to end the workday. And I find myself not really mm-hmm. ending the workday. And I find myself not really stepping away from the computer in a meaningful way um, very often. That's a really so, good one. Yeah, that's uh, it's been my goal for the last couple of months. It hasn't started yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> as it hasn't year, stuck. <laughs> hey, new year, yeah. new you, right? That's okay. right. Um, and then my other goal is going to be to plan a wedding. That's apparently. Oh my god! Yeah, wait, we haven't even publicly congratulated you, guys. How rude! Sorry, oh. boys, but Haley is spoken for. <laughs> so speak now or forever hold your peace. Now's the time. Um, Now's the time. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not going to happen in 2022, which is nice. Oh, the the wedding itself. Yeah. So, okay. but so it'll be all of 2022 planning. Um, right. And turns out there's a lot of shit that you got to do. Oh, my God. So that's going to be on my list. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not fun. I don't I don't know. Really it will like be it. fun. You know what? You can decide if it's going to be fun or not. I think that, that's something that's really like I think that it's easy to get sucked into like the like craziness of like planning a wedding and stuff. But also keep in mind like you can it's up to you. It's your it's your thing. I think that's what so more people journey. should keep in mind is like, you don't need to please anybody else. Oh, you do need to please other people big time <laughs> at the wedding. That's one of the biggest things. But that's what makes it, that's what makes it stressful. Completely backpedaled. <laughs> well, well, that's what makes it stressful. But I think that you can be, if you can be honest with everybody, including yourself about what yeah. it is that you really want. I mean, that's, well, that's the thing. I don't even know what I want. Like, I don't really care yeah. that much about any of it. Um, so that's why I think it's going to be stressful. So. Yeah, but you know, I think just enjoy the process. And thank you, Jenny. When things get unenjoyable, be vocal about why they're not enjoyable, and then just like it's your decision. Thank you, Jenny. You That's get nice. to decide everything. I mean, I watched a wedding get planned. Um, sure, you've seen it firsthand, with sister, sister, and yeah. it was yeah, it was a lot. And I think that a lot of it could have been you know just honesty is important. You know yeah. about where, what your feelings are and and communication too, for that matter. Same things as what make a good marriage, you know, just like honesty, <laughs> communication, like, you know, you're setting the stage for, for later on setting boundaries. Yeah. Um, I think that that's all, that's all important. Wow. How exciting. How I'm excited. I'm excited. I I'm excited. That all will right. be really great. I'm glad you guys um, are excited. And we'll be here. We can recap it on the pod whenever. Um, <laughs> we'll do some check-ins. Yeah. Can um, crowdsource advice for you. So my my goals are help Haley plan the wedding. Um, <laughs> um, I wrote this one down. I want Leonard to um, continue his training. My pug, Leonard, I want him to become a canine good citizen. That mm-hmm. is a test that you can take through the AKC. Um, he's obviously, got, you know, made great strides, but, you know, still needs a little bit of self-control. Um, I need to be a little more firm with him. And I think that's something that I should I should do. He's just so cute that it's hard because yeah. um, he really does look like a little doll. Um, and then my other personal goal, which we've discussed um, a little bit, we've alluded to at least on this podcast, is I want to be more positive in the morning. Um, every day, the first thing that I think when I wake up is like, fuck, like, <laughs> not again. <laughs> Like for some reason, not, not again. For some reason, it's when a dark I wake way up, to start because, the day. Okay, I have I have like very very vivid dreams in which I am busy, like I am yeah. doing things. Like I'm usually lately for the past like I'd say four months, I've been like 
in the mountains, like in the in the Alps or something. Like there's a lot of snow. There's like a lot of like travel going on. There's a lot going on in my dreams. So I wake up and I something in I don't know. And also like I mean, you know, work's been stressful, etc. I've just been like, whew, I gotta go do like all these things I don't want to do today, and I just don't want to do it. Um, but I think waking up and having maybe some mantras to recite. Or maybe some sort of As reminders. You yeah, I think. And waking up earlier, too. Like, I don't wake up early. I, I hate it. Um, I wake up as late as I possibly can, <laughs> which then sets me on a path of failure for the rest of the day because I'm rushing. The whole day. Oh, yeah. Because then, like, I feel like I'm rushing through the entire day. So I think definitely, you know, um, waking up a little bit earlier with some time for myself. Um, yes. Some time to just appreciate, you know how lovely it is to be alive because I really do believe that at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, I always go to bed and I'm like, you know what? It's not that bad out here. You know, like you can do it. Like you can wake up positive tomorrow and then I don't. So I think, um, you know, maybe that involves therapy of some sort, (laughs) (laughs) but also we talked about this with the group golf therapy guys. Finding a therapist is so hard. Yeah. It's really I mean, hard just to like good doctors one. in general. Whether oh my god, yeah. Mental or physical. It's, yeah. Exactly. It's crazy. It's not a one size um, fits all by any means. No, no, definitely. And I need that very specific size. <laughs> I have a lot of needs. I have a lot of wants. Um, so you know, but I think, yeah, being more positive in the morning and trying trying to actively become a morning person, you know, whether that means like should we do a little bit of a check-in or be each other's accountability partner. So we'll, we'll check in every day, Jenny, to see if you've woken up on time. Mm, you're not going. We'll, yes. What, okay. okay. Been- yes. No, I would like you to ask. <laughs> I'm not that. signing yes. up for that. No, I, not- I need, no not like she in the morning, the not in the morning, but maybe later on in the day, maybe when we yeah. record, be like, what time did you wake up today? And okay. Like, true. Sometimes. I mean, the thing is like lately, you guys, if I don't have a meeting till like, you know, 10, like work from home style, I'm waking up at like eight 50. You know, like, and I'm doing whatever I need to do before then, like, which also includes taking Leonard out and everything. Yeah, 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 which he can sleep till whenever. So it's tough. One piece of advice that I can share, which is from one of Noah's friends that started kind of like this mental health fitness coaching thing the last year or two. Wait, what? Okay, wait, what is that? More about that. What do you mean? Well, it's not Noah that did it. I know, but like, oh. who is this friend? Sounds like um, sounds like exactly what I need. <laughs> I know. I should. Fi- I think it's called coaching by Jake. Ironically, it's a friend that I knew in high school that Noah went to college with, oh. and um, he. I think it started with his sister, like starting to help her like eat better and and work out, and then it, it kind of expanded into like mental wellness as well. So it's kind of all encompassing now. But he'll have different things that he'll post online, and one thing that he posted a while back that really resonated with me is shrink the change, which is don't try to overhaul everything all at once. And I feel like especially coming Mm -hmm. into the new year, that's what everyone tries to do with their new resolutions. Mm -hmm. And they have a long list of things that they want to do differently. And then a week or two goes by and it's overwhelming and you don't do them. And then you completely abandon it all and you start from zero again. So shrinking the change, the mindset is just kind of do one or two things at a time, be easy on yourself, introduce it slowly because you have to, at the end of the day, it's all about creating new habits, right? Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't just immediately assume that your body will respond to new habits. 60 exactly. days to do a habit, which is a long time. It's a long time, but just focusing on one or two small things 
you know, hopefully we'll no, help you build that habit. You can, you can develop a new habit in two weeks. I was going to say, I thought it was 15 days, not but 16. Isn't it, no, I think for it to really stick for your whole life or something, though. But it becomes sure. really a lot easier after two weeks. And that is a, yeah. that is a time I think you I think that's the first. Around. I think that's the first hurdle. Yeah. And then maybe after two weeks is when you can start introducing that's new ones. Weeks. But, like, just not trying to do it all at once is my piece of advice yeah i just can't envision like waking up early for two weeks in a row like including no jen that's the point though so shrink the change like fo- the first week focus on waking up three times early okay that, you know oh, what i mean focus okay, on three days okay. mm-hmm. and then the next week maybe you wake up four mm-hmm. times early and you know you kind of go from there you just kind of build on to it one after another and the habit will ultimately form to be every day or six days a week or whatever you want it to be but yeah you can i would never be able to like decide, oh, I'm going to wake up at this time the next seven days and like expect yeah. it to stick. Same yeah. thing with working out. Yeah. It's unless I need to like, and you know, it's a, a limited list of things that will like for me be like a need. It's mostly just like, you know, like when we were in Toledo, for example, for the Solheim, woke up every day very early. Very tripper. Knew that I had to be up, you know, but like. And you were in a good mood. Oh, because yeah, it was pumped. Well, we were going to do something like super fun though, too. Yeah, Not exactly. Just like regular work, like but like things like workout class. Like if I sign up for a workout class, like I Ugh. am so quick to just be like, "Fuck that!" Yeah, like, especially morning me. Morning me is like, shut up, you know, to nighttime me. Like they're very mean to each other. So, yeah, yeah. Well, so we'll bridge that gap. We'll work on it. This little coach man, though. I will. I'll send you his uh, profile. No, I don't think he's going to post in a while. Sounds useful. Um, so should we get to our big announcement? Yes. If you've made it this far, then like good for you. Um, but so guys, in 2022, we are officially leaving the golf world. <laughs> and it's supposed to sound dramatic because it is. But a big thing that we wanted to do when we started out Gruder Golf was to get non-golfers to play golf, to kind of bridge the golf world to the non-golf world because there's so many good things in the golf world that non-golfers just straight up don't know about. You know what I mean? There are so many cool things going on, including golf itself, um, that people who don't play golf just have no understanding of. And so we need to get out of kind of the, I'm not going to call it a rut, but like, uh, like, I don't know. We've become golf world people. Somehow, you know, which was and not, I think a little, a little bit, we know a lot of people in golf. And so a I lot of people that have, we know in golf, assume, like associate with golf only. Yeah, right. exactly. So we need to, we need to figure out how to bridge the gap better and to relate yeah. better to those who are not really, who have no knowledge of golf whatsoever. So yeah. That means different brand partnerships too, non-golf brand partnerships. That's yeah. a big one. I think that's a big goal of mine personally is to find non-golf brands to partner with because that's gonna make all the difference yeah and it might be it might sound confusing to the listener why we're doing (laughs) this but i think it really started at the pga show in 2020 that really did catapult us into like the the golf world yeah so to speak and i feel like we've been riding that wave ever since which has been really great and has opened a ton of doors for us and we we love the golf world in that sense however we've always known that our true value and sort of our niche is the idea that we are very much non-golfers coming into this space and we want to shake things up. And 
I think it's more a call out to not lose sense of who we are, where we came from mm-hmm. and not yeah. to lose sight of the people that we want to ultimately bring into golf. Yeah. Um, Cause otherwise we're just talking to the same people over right. and over. Yeah, exactly. It's an echo chamber. Yeah. Like if we don't get out of our own thing, then like, I mean, I feel like it's the same people talking about like growing the game mm-hmm. through, like all the time. Right. And like, we're, you know, kind of branded right now as like a golf podcast too, which is true, right? It's about golf, but it's supposed to be for people who like aren't obsessed with golf. It might mm-hmm. just be one. Th- I mean, we barely talked about golf this episode. Yeah. <laughs> like very, this is a golf very podcast. lightly, very lightly. So I think getting beyond golf and getting to that kind of like middle ground of, you know, kind of golf people who like golf as opposed yeah. to like golf people. Yeah, true. Is what That's we're trying to do. To you know, it's one of many interests that we have, including Britney Spears and like Megan the Stallion and um, that's pretty much it. Those three things. Golf. <laughs> golf, Britney Spears, and Megan the Stallion. Um, so yeah, it's the big announcement. Are you Thanks guys surprised? Thanks for waiting an hour and 15 minutes <laughs> to hear it. Are you guys surprised or what? Um. So yeah, as we mentioned, going into the new year, we have some really exciting guests. We've got Liz Breed coming on, aka Safari Liz, aka Shane Caney. So excited! Really one of my favorite people. Um, Leona is on the hook, and we'll have a few other people too. Who are some of your maybe some non golfers? Yeah, who are you guys' reach uh, people? Who would you love to have on? I feel like we should end it here, Jen. <laughs> I know, but I think maybe just like answer that one question, then we end it. Larry David. Oh, that's a great reach. I don't think it'll come on, but okay. Are you guys watching? It's a reach. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Okay, I think that's really unrealistic, but okay. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Oh, are you guys watching the new Curb Your Enthusiasm? It's the funniest thing. I haven't seen all of it. I got. I haven't seen all of it either. The second new one, for some reason, I didn't. I didn't really get. I didn't appreciate. I feel like your shit is offline, but I didn't appreciate him like having to come for me too because it's like I I think that there are other things that deserve to be skewered more than that. So yeah. I was I was a little bit like I mean it seemed a little bit punching down to me, but you know that True. was not this season. That was the one before. Yeah, it was like this season's <laughs> better. This season, um, I didn't watch that actually second season that much, but um, I don't know. I, I mean, like that. Obviously, it was my favorite show, like ever. Yeah. What was? The Curb was like my absolute favorite, yeah. like fall asleep show and everything. But then when he did that for like the comeback season, I was like, I mean, I feel like we could have done something a little bit better, you know? Like that seemed a little too easy. Um, yeah. But yeah. So <laughs> I forgot what the question was. Your reach guest. Yeah, your oh. reach guest. Mm. I'm gonna say Nile Nile from One Direction. Oh, fun! The the proprietor of Modest Golf. Yeah, I think we could definitely get him. Do you, oh, really, Jen? <laughs> I mean, that'd be sick, but it's a reach, you know. <laughs> okay, I, should we just end it? Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I can't think right now. I can't think of. A good I one. know, I know. It's been a long year. It's been a long day, long week, holidays, etc. It's that time of year, as they say. Um, mm-hmm. So with that, everybody, first of all, thank you so much for listening to this episode because um, it was kind of long. Second of all, thank you for listening 
all year. Or if you haven't listened all year, then you got a little bit of homework because go back and listen to all the other stuff that we recorded this year. Um, and we're looking forward to seeing you in 2022. Really genuinely appreciative. I feel like this has been a great year for Gruder Golf. Um, a lot of very exciting things have happened. Yeah. And uh, yeah, going into 2022, very energized and very positive about kind of what we're what we're up to and um, what's to come. So namaste and uh, swing loose, hang easy, hang loose, swing easy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. A long year indeed. All right. Later. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Bye. We're a hot girl shit. This every bad bitch song, ayy Don't you hate when you hold a nigga down Then you switch up on your turn Not to take a count, ayy Look, I ain't in my feelings with it Turn around, poke it out, bitch Get it, get it Turn up on them, make them hear the noise We ain't going back and forth with the little boys Cut the noise I ain't going back and forth with these little boys I'm a February, baby, I'm a big flirt I gotta give a nigga space when his feelings hurt Ayy, look Cut the shit. I ain't going back and forth with a broke bitch. Jawbreaker, I ain't fucking with the sucker shit. Yeah. If I cut her off, then I mean it. Like, fuck a bitch. The more I ignore you, the more you adore me. Yeah. Crazy ass niggas need to come with a one. Easy I'll crazy about me, or he just crazy. You been tripping lately, nigga. Too attached, got him acting like a titty baby. Bullet wounds, backstabs, mama died, still sad at war with myself in my head, bitches Baghdad. New nigga tryna come around and play clean. Now my clothes fit tight, but my heart needs to sink. Why you wanna do the bad bitch wrong? About to make this every bad bitch song. Ay, don't you hate when you hold it? Make it down, then you switch up on your turn Not to be a clown, ayy Look, I ain't in my feelings with it Turn around, poke it out, bitch, get it, get it Turn up on them, make them kill the noise We ain't going back and forth with the little boys Never let a nigga see you sweat Two, never let these niggas come between the check Three, never let a nigga turn you against me Cause the dick come and go, but I'm riding past Keep that shit playing, I don't like getting personal Treat him like a job, when I get him, I'm working him Niggas love using Instagram like a journal Just like my ass niggas talking in a circle Why niggas let a talk? Down, I don't know. I don't like, know. I ain't keeping all the facts in my phone. Like, I ain't got the pictures of you begging for forgiveness. Yeah. I ain't gotta do the most. I know what the real is. Ain't the jealous type. Please don't believe the hype. Please. You can make me mad with some shit that I'ma like. I'm don't mean right. to be intrusive, but you thinking you exclusive. When a party ain't a party, if my bitches ain't included. Look, why you wanna do the bad bitch wrong? About to make this every bad bitch song. Ay, don't you hate when you hold a nigga down? Then you switch up on your turn. Not to be a clown. Ay, look. I ain't in my feelings with it. Turn around, poke it out, bitch. Get it, get it, hit it. Turn up on them, make them kill the noise. We ain't going back and forth with the little boys. Why you wanna do the bad bitch wrong? About to make this every bad bitch song, ayy. Don't you hate when you hold a nigga down, then you switch up on your turn, not to be a clown, ayy. Look, I ain't in my feelings with it. Turn around, poke it out, bitch. Get it, get it. Turn up on them, make them kill the noise. We ain't going back and forth with the little boys.